The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Beyond the Fairway Podcast, Dougie Fresh alongside Will Lauer, man. We're out of the weekend. Tuesday, we're recording today, so you're probably going to hear this later on today. And you know what, Will? I'm glad we took a pause. And before we even do that, before Jerome Bettis comes in here and does his bus-ish, it was a good weekend, Will, of golf. Happy Labor Day to you and yours. Absolutely. Absolutely. What else did you do this weekend, first and foremost? I was horizontal. For most of this weekend, I'm just be honest. With are you? Just, are you slept a lot weekend? of good? No, I didn't sleep. I was hold just on, horizontal. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, Doug. I was just hold horizontal. Go, what? Go back. Did, were you throwing coffee cups all over the place? What? What, Dude, the, don't, don't what the hell that. was that? Don't, Let me. A, a, <laughs> you have a coffee. It's a. It's a, it's a cup. Well. Like <laughs> you don't even have a handle. It's not about the handle, Will. It's not what about, about the handle. It, what, it's about the you, message. You, the, you can't put. My mentor bought me this mug. Damn it! You can't put your pinky. You can't put your pinky, pinky finger. Oh, maybe you can. All right. Let me spitting coffee. Hey, you know, for those who don't know, we record this like really early on the East Coast or on the West Coast for me. So it's like six o'clock in the morning. So I need all the zing zing juice I can get. So don't judge me. Right. I need that message this morning. A handleless mug is what you possess. I don't appreciate it. I don't. Hey, so let me let me let me tell you what happened to me. Right. Let me tell you about your boy Harold Varner. <laughs> oh, I love Harold Varner stories. Uh, no, Harold Varner. You know, anytime you mention Harold Varner in a story, it's going to be good, right? Entertaining, mm-hmm. at least. I don't yeah. know if it's good, but entertaining. So, I put it out there. I'm looking for a PlayStation Five. Harold, being my friend, he texts me, "Hey, bro, I got a PlayStation Five for you. Cool. We're not going to go over the price. We're not going over the price. That's that's irrelevant." But he said, come by the house and pick up the PlayStation 5. Cool. I'm on my way. I get over there. But as I get over there, a lot more stipulations are being met. Hey, um, Will, I got the PlayStation 5 for you, comma, but I don't have a controller. Oh, shit. Okay. That's cool. And then I'm thinking... I'm getting the PlayStation 5. I'm thinking I'm going to have the experience of having a box. You know, when you get something new, you want to have the experience of opening the box. You want to smell the the new foam. The new... Yeah, that NIB. That yeah, NIB, it, new inbox. You, you just want it. So I get there, and, and Harold hands me the a Walmart bag with, with PlayStation 5 console with a headset. Nothing came in his original box. I got a headset, two wires, and say, give me my money. 
I'm like, damn, you got a, Harold, you got a, head, get, you got a headset with no with no controller. Wait, what? I got a headset with no controller. I can't charge the controller. So I got so mad. I was so eager to play. I came home and hooked the PlayStation up. I didn't play. I just hooked it up and just cut it on. But so the whole weekend I was chasing a controller and a charger. It was it was tough. But I got my charger and I'm playing Madden 22 as we speak. See, I'm surprised you didn't bring bring up this whole this whole Drake Yay album release because they had albums come out last week. So as I was horizontal watching golf, I was also listening to uh, Certified Lover Boy and Donda. And I'm still Absolutely. the verdict's still out, people. I don't know which one I'm all the way rocking with yet, but I feel like the Kanye. Can I call him Kanye still, or is it just Yay? I, don't know I know his name. changed it between it's, him it's and Ye. P Diddy and Puffy. Pa- I, I don't Poppy, know. Papa did it. Papa Diddy Pop. The, I don't know. There's name. two people and there's seven personas. <laughs> yeah so anyway I don't know who you rocking with right now but I think I'm giving the edge mm, I'm gonna piss a lot of people off to Kanye right now I've, what? I've only done two I've only done two passes let me do a couple more passes I'm saying right now as of today two passes in I'm giving the edge to Kanye it's just more there's just more thoughtful music I just I don't I don't know I'm pissing people off I don't care I'm on Kanye right now Drake you are. good job but maybe we need to bring Drake plays golf we need to get him in here. Where are the producers? At? But Drake had a Drake had a line of for the PJ Tour for us. Kanye didn't put no golf bias line for us. Like how could you Fair. even not give him the courtesy of the the edge, the nod for for that alone? I don't know, Will. But we can, look. I'm just let. That's one line in the album of work. All right, and I get it. Okay, he he did the whole Tiger Woods on seventeen. I like that greens jeans. He was rhyming everything. But Will. Patrick Cantlay, arguably the best player of the year. Not even arguably. It's literally the best player of the year. His body of work speaks for itself. Wins the Tour Championship in convincing fashion. Maybe not convincing fashion, but he beat John Rahm uh, in a, basically a two-man horse race. Man, what's your thoughts on Tour Championship? I'm happy the fact that Patrick... The, the Patty the Ice... I think really fits well. I'm scared to use my mug now on camera. Now I got to turn it sideways. I mean, yeah, you can't have a a handleless mug. That's that's, that's like you're saying your your grip is not rubber on your golf club. It's just not right. Something's not right. It's like like saying you play (laughs) cross-handed. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, so Patty Ice, I think... One thing I like about, you know, with with all this wins, all the wins that Patty Ice is doing, back-to-back wins, I'm starting to see where he's not so much of an enigma as he used to be. Like, you know, you never, he, he, so he was always mysterious, but, you know, we're starting to see some personality coming about a little bit, you know, and I just think that, you know, him winning and him winning back-to-back and it, it shows a testament to how much of a player he is, how strong of a player he is, how great of a player he is. This cat led for 72 holes with this staggered scoring <laughs> FedEx playoff I, new method, which I kind of like it, though, Doug. I, I kind of like it. I, I really you do. do. You do. You like he, that the lowest person doesn't win the championship. I, I do. But it, but it also, I think it puts people in a mental, so, uh, mental uh, mindset of, you have to attack, you have to attack, 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 be focused, execute, and win. You know, Kevin Na is one of the most amazing stories to me during this whole, uh, you know, stagger scoring uh, 
you know, to a championship. The cat would have won. He would have well, been tied for first. He would he would have tied for first. Mm-hmm. Given the fact that he started two under on the week. Mm-hmm. So that just tell, I just tell you, you know, I think it, you know it, it works both ways. Yes, it can also put you in the mindset of you know you got to go get have the attack, but also shows the mental fortitude of a guy like Patty Ice for Patty being. Ice. You ain't even saying the, his name no more. You know, no, he give, he's he's Patty Ice right now. But you know, for leading seventy two holes and holding off John Rom, which is I mean that's pretty dope, bro. I kind of like this new format actually. Look. All right, so let's talk about it real real quick. I'm not going to spend too much time here, but look, Patrick Cantlay wins the FedEx Cup 21 under par. For the week, Cantlay shot 11 under par. All right? That's what he shot. He shot 11 under par. He's like started 10, shot 21. All right, so I'm going to go back and forth real quick. So the the unstaggered leaderboard, the actual golf that was played, zero on the scoreboard when we show up to the course, it's out and finished. Rom Nah tied for uh, first 14 under par. Uh, Xander Souffle, as I call him, Shoffley, for those that don't know what I'm talking about, shoots 12 under, coming third. And then in a tie for fourth, Cantlay, Hovland, and Justin Thomas. Then on the other side, the actual what we saw on TV, Cantlay, Rom, Nye, Thomas, Hovland, Souffle. V- very interesting, Will, because you know what? 15 million went out to the first place winner. Pat- Cantlay got 15 M's, but it, then it was staggered on some M's. So it was like 5 million and then 2.5, and then people was getting cashed out. So... It just goes to show you that every shot that a player hits throughout the entire season really does impact the end of the season. That's what I do like about the staggered scoring system, but I don't like the fact that the best player doesn't win the, but, that week. What? Well, that, that's why I, I disagree. So that's why I disagree with you. Asterisk. I'm putting. It's asterisk. not. No, that's not. That's not an asterisk. That's not an asterisk because it's rewarding. It's rewarding. Uh, great play over the course of the year. The '99 Spurs is an asterisk. 50, 50 game season. That's an asterisk. This is not an asterisk. This is a guy who's putting in work, who has executed throughout the course of the year. So I, I disagree with you on that one. But Vince here's one Carter thing. not winning a championship is an asterisk. No, Vince Carter not winning a championship because he just didn't get it damn done. That has nothing to do with an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> Him not winning a championship during a 50 game season is an asterisk. <laughs> Sorry, Vince. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know why you got to bring a Vince Carter reference up in here. Shout out to our NBC owned affiliate and friend and uh, broadcaster. But I want to say this though. I want to say one thing I, I I read over the weekend. What I I really admire about uh, mm-hmm. Patty Ice going back to Patty Ice Patty is Ice. that he gave his he gave his opinion on the PIP. Right. I don't know if you read the mm-hmm. article early in the week. He does, he hate. he doesn't say he hates it. I'm not going to say he hates it, but he really is not a big fan of it. And I think it shows no. a testament of his personality, who he is, right? That's the third but time one thing I was what, today. Just want to let you know. I'm just counting out loud. I think, I, well, because it is. I read the Old Testament this morning. I read the Old Testament this morning, too. So, <laughs> uh, Testament and read the Old and New Testament, it's all It's all the same. All the same book. Six, seven, eight right there. There you go. All right. But uh, I want to say that, you know, given the fact that he said he would give his money, his PIP money, whatever he wins, back. To who? I tell you how. I don't know. He said he don't want to keep it. He think he thinks, he, he thinks his, you know, some of that stuff is, you know, kind of silly. Paraphrasing. I just threw my pen. I, you know what? Let me tell you something. If I had money and I'm not giving nothing back, I, I ain't never been in a position to, to really have it. So, no, 
I'm not giving it back, Bill. Will, but on the other side, on the other side of golf, the ladies, Solheim Cup week, Toledo, Ohio. I do love Inverness. I've had a chance to be there, play there. Great golf course, great USGA great venue. Golf Even though this was Solheim, still a good venue. We didn't get it done, Will. We did not. We, we Americans, we, we no, we didn't we get did it done. Get it done. Um, get done. Are you I surprised think, that we, we didn't get it done? Are you hurt? I, like, how I does think, that make you I, feel? I think uh, I'm more shocked that our key players didn't win as much as I thought we would. You okay. Know? And I, 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 you know, when 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 you have Danielle King winning 33 percent of her matches, she didn't I win the final. I I just don't think you can prevail when some of our top players are not doing what we expect them to do. Um, I'm I'm a little I'm a little hurt over that, but I mean I, you got to shout out to your the European uh, ladies team. They did they did yeah. what they were supposed to do. They did what they're supposed to do, and it was uh it was it was exciting. Um, Soham Cup this year. You know, in in team golf, I'm always impressed when the visiting team gets the W on somebody else's home soil. That's such a that's such a it's not a slap in the face because it's competition, but like that stings a little bit extra. Like losing as an American on your own soil and your own. I mean, they're in the heart of the country. That was in Ohio. That's the only state that is shaped like a heart. There you go, Ohio people. Ooh, the least offensive you, uh, state. Did you know Ohio is the least offensive state out of all the states? Really? You know, really? I don't know if you, it's the least. Like, think about it. Well, if I say California, somebody's upset. If I say New York, somebody else is upset. If I say Florida, somebody else is upset. If I say Ohio. Hey, you know what, Doug? You have a, you 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 have a, you have a point. Even though it's even though it's a it's a key swing state, but all you have to do is walk and say oh, wait, Somebody's gonna say what? I O. Let's go. There we go. But for all the right. record, though, I know we talking about Ohio, but it's my home right here, baby. Home K Y. Let's go. Hey, but you know what? Shout out to the. But where's European it? But lady. where's it? But but where's the jelly in that? The jelly? I don't know what that <laughs> means. The, you say KY. You say my jokes be so far and oh. over. You just, bro. Dude, this is NBC. There's no way they're going to let that stay in here. That's 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 coming straight <laughs> well, out of here. Well, if, if I had explained to you, of course they're not going to say it. But if you just caught it, where's the jelly in that? Okay, I'm just saying, like, you got, you're got you talking about sex jelly up here. This is beyond the fair. Well, I guess that is beyond the fair way. It's fine. <laughs> there we <laughs> All right, Will. All right. Without further ado, let's get to a man that really doesn't need an introduction. I mean, the guy's named after an automobile. It's just I don't I don't even understand it. But hey, Will and I had a chance to catch up with Jerome Bettis at the American Century Championship a little bit ago. But conversation is solid, so you know we gotta run that thing back for you. So hey, let's go beyond the fairway with Jerome the bus. Bettis. Beyond the fairway podcast. Where are we at? We're at the American Century. We still here, Will? God damn, yeah, we done yeah, been we here. Cooking. We cook it. Literally. You know what? <laughs> we don't have a train or a car or an automobile with us this week. We got Jerome Bettis, the bus man. What's happening, Jerome? Hey, man. I'm glad to be here, man. Thanks for having me on, on guys. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. Every time I see Jerome, you know, on a range, I think I think this is a guy that's going to win it every year because he has a different type of grind. Okay. So I, I got to go to my first question. What are we working on this week in the golf swing and the game in general? Well, the game is, 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 is pretty solid, but I've got – 
I've got I've got two driver swings that I'm trying to figure out which is going to be best. Um, one is is a more of a aggressive swing through the ball where I can get a full turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit inconsistent, uh, but it's it provides me more distance. The other one is a little bit more controlled, have a tendency to go more a little right to left. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes when I don't want it to go right to left. So, <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to just, just work through. What's going to be best on this course? And how much distance do I need? Because I may not need that, that big swing. Uh, Absolutely. At not all. at this course. We'll play a little elevation, Will. We'll play like 6,200 feet this week. 10%. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 150, 135 shot. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Confuse the audience. Right. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be out there pulling like the dog said, 135, right. 150, 10 percent. This is this. Uh, trust me. Yeah, doesn't matter what you pull out. I mean, if you you know you hit one hard, hit one easy, and you you got to go go right back to the drawing board. So the, the numbers is just you know this is the day to play with it. It's, it's a you know pro am day, so I'll, I'll kind of hit a couple of different balls okay. to, just to see distances to get a feel for what I'm looking at because with this altitude, Ball's you gone. know, it's at least a club mm-hmm. uh, difference. So, Jerome, like, let's go back to the beginning of golf for you. Like, where where were you? How, who got you into the game? Did you just, like, pick up a club one day? I'm like, I'm going to try this shit. Like, Was it a club well, and a football? Well, well he, no, no, it's, 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 it's a good story. My barber, when I was about 17, um, he was a huge, he was a huge this. golfer. Well, hold on, hold on. I, I hate it. Did you say your barber? My barber. barber. I love that. Back when I was when I was a kid, coming up in my neighborhood, my barber was a golfer, and we would have to go in the mornings to get a haircut because he was closed by one, two o'clock. We we never knew why. It was like, why do we have to be up at six in the morning to get a haircut? This is yeah. it doesn't make yeah. sense. We can go in the afternoon. Well, he was always closed by 1, 2 o'clock. He was done. He was gone. Yeah. Right? So as I got older, and he was like, listen, I want to take you out to the golf course. I'm like, man, I ain't playing on golf. Yeah. Though. I was playing football at the time. He was like, you'll love it. You'll love it. I was like, yeah, whatever. So he took me out to the course, to the range one time, and I was hitting and smacking all over the place. And, you know, and it was something I wanted to do because, obviously, um, being a, um, a youngster, he was, you know, one of those positive role models, yeah. and I wanted to honor him by going out into the range. And but nothing ever happened, right? right. I went out there, did it. I went to Pittsburgh, and Cordell Stewart was a big golfer, mm-hmm. so we were really good friends. And he was like, "Man, come on, let's play." It was a, re- a course mm-hmm. right by the house, so I would go out and play with him. He would kick my butt, mm-hmm. and you off, <laughs> he was smart enough to say. I'm gonna bet you because he he knew he I was dumb enough <laughs> that I was competitive that I was gonna bet him regardless, I right? I'm not turned down a bet, right? Mm-hmm. So I was bet he was kicking my but he I was just his ATM machine. Just right, they, right. Just every time we every play, day. he would just and I was bet his ATM. And so, but what happened was when and what he didn't count on was that I said to myself, enough is enough, right? And then as soon as I retired, I started working on my game, working yeah. on my game, and and got the bug, became relentless, you know, had a ton of free time, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, my game started coming around, and now it's like, he can't beat me to save his life. <laughs> uh, and so now I, the payback is, is is he's my ATM machine. Yeah, I love that. So oh, that's you pay money back. I love oh, I that. All my money he was back. A, so Cordell Stewart was a little interest. Account. Yeah, yeah. He's my he's <laughs> my he's my Ross. personal ATM. <laughs> and I, if anybody tries to you know make a withdrawal, I'm cutting that off right there because so, I'm the only withdrawal. 
from that uh, ATM. I love so you talk about you know uh, you didn't want to get your butt kicked by Cordell. So let's talk about um, the, the the this landscape of grinding. Is, is golf that substitute for football when you were kind of in the trenches of uh, the yeah, mental trenches? Yeah, it is. But but I, but I'll say this about about golf and and, and athletes in golf. Mm. See, most everyday people, they don't get much better in golf, right? Mm. They, they stay kind of two or three stroke distance, I mean, um, two, or three, th- two or three strokes apart from their, you know, best score to, to their worst score, maybe, you know, in 10 years. That's because they, they rather play mm-hmm. than practice. Well, athletes, for instance, in, in football, we practice five days yeah. and go and we play one day. And so for, for us, the idea of practice is not, strange mm-hmm. right it, it, so i'll go to the course and just practice and people Absolutely. are like you're not playing today i'm like no no i'm just getting some work in <laughs> well, well, you're not you're not playing oh, yeah. and they don't understand that no i want to get better the only right. way you get better <laughs> is by working on one particular thing getting better and then going to the next thing Absolutely. and and they don't understand that. and so grinding has been kind of part in in, in my dna and in a lot of these guys' mm-hmm. DNA since we were kids, right? Because we go to practice yeah, every practice, day, absolutely. and then you only you, you play on on Saturday, yes, right, or absolutely. on Friday. And so, so being used to practice, I think, has made me a much better golfer much sooner mm. than I probably would have ever been otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah, but that grind, though, I find it interesting because you've taken that grind from the gridiron to the greens and then back to the classroom. Yeah. So, what? I, why was it important for you? to go back to school? Oh, you know what? It, it, I left Notre Dame as a junior with the hopes of going to the NFL and, and being able to support myself, my family, and I was able to do those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I made a promise to my mother that I would, I would come back, and, and, you know, every 18, every 20, I was 20-year-old 20, 20 kid that has an opportunity to go to the NFL, you go. and your you mom go. say, well, you going to go back? You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah, go yeah, back, right. sure. <laughs> well, 30 years later, um, <laughs> I am trying to uphold that, but I have, I have kids uh, of my own. I have a 16-year-old daughter, 14-year-old son, and I've always, I've always felt that as a leader on the football field, as a leader in life, you lead by example. Mm-hmm. And so to ask them to, to give 100%, I've got to show that I'm willing to give 100%, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so the opportunity presented itself, and I said, you know what? It, there's no time like the present. Let me go back. Now, the one thing I was not <laughs> counting on mm-hmm was that the classes were hard as <laughs> ever. <laughs> right. Um, but it's been, a, it's been a great challenge. Absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> that Notre Dame oh, challenge. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That first five-page paper was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I didn't even know single, how. Single space, 12 font. No, right. oh, no. New Times uh, Roman. Uh, new Times Roman. Right. Like, Where is he? Space, all that. <laughs> new I, I'm trying to figure out, uh, I mean, just how yeah. to format right, it. Right, yeah. right. It was about a half an hour, right? MLA, AP. Right. That's italicized this situation. Right, yeah, yeah. So font needs to be 12. Right. So for for me, it, it was a, a huge learning uh, experience. My kids loved it because my daughter became my my tutor. Absolutely. So I said, hey, hey, show me how to show me how to do. So she was doing everything. <laughs> the roles reverse, huh? <laughs> roles reverse. She was showing me everything. But 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 you know what? It has been so rewarding. Um, as I've gotten through one semester, now I'm in summer school. Uh, had a class this morning. Come yes. on, man. Um, I love that. You know, I was up at 7 a.m. In, in a class this morning because it's that. 10 a.m. back exactly. east, right? Absolutely. But 
but it, it is it's, it's fulfilling, it's rewarding, and and when I'm done, it'll be something I'll be able to look back on and say, you know, it's something that that it yeah, although it took. You know, 35 years, Yes, it's accomplished. <laughs> hey, you know, there's a saying that I always go by. You know, great is the art of beginning, but greater is the art of completion. That's right. So, bro, I, I, I really admire that, man. man That's good hey, stuff. Look, you know, we get out of here the same way, Jerome. You are not exempt. We wrap our show up the same with every guest, and we've had some very interesting responses. So we're going to ask you, rap foursome right here, Beyond the Fairway podcast with Jerome Bettis. You're going to go play golf with four rappers. It's you and four rappers. You're playing a five ball. I don't care if they're dead or alive. They don't have to be your top. I'm not asking you for your top four. No, no, four. no, I got you. I just know who you can go out who, and vibe with. Who would I go with? out? I, 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 I would definitely go out with Jay because I think Jay-Z would have a nice, silky, uh, smooth mm-hmm. swing. Yep. Uh, I would go out with uh, DMX, God rest his soul. He would, <laughs> he would be that guy that'd be a grinder. <laughs> I would think. He bark too damn much. I, yeah. Like, yeah. What the hell you hollering about? Go to hope. But, 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 but he's going to. <laughs> but what you got to stand, he's grinding as he hits a shot. <laughs> and so he's into it. But right? ima- imagine him like hitting a bird. Ima- imagine his playing partner making a birdie. Where my dog's at. I can right. just, I can just see that working though. I like that. Yeah, yeah, on the dock. And okay. so he when once he's that dude, he's gonna be yelling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, a that's a but, first but, DMX. But, but, All right, that's a first but, DMX. But here's the thing. Those two guys totally opposites, right? Okay. And so you, yeah. that's what you want to see on the golf Absolutely. course. You want to yeah. see those guys. Um, I feel like they would beef though. They argue with each other. Yeah. Like, you shut yeah, the hell yeah, up on that damn ball. For sure. Um then I would um my third guy would probably probably be um Two chains, uh, because two, two chains, chains like incredible two chains. athlete. I like two. You know, he is. that's a good pick. Gr- really good basketball player. Yeah, he tall. He's got the length. You would think that he would be able to, you know, punch it out there. Yeah, be absolutely. A good yeah. Driver of the golf ball. Uh, that would he would be one. <laughs> and then, um, the fourth guy would be the comic, the comic relief, and that'd be Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne would be Weasel. comic relief, oh, and he'd be I, the guy that that we think that can't do it, and, and he'd be out there, you know, yeah. with great short game. Yeah, I feel uh, like Lil Wayne be the little engine that could. Yeah. Like, you know, little engine that could, Absolutely. because you'd be counting them out, be like, oh yeah, we got yeah. him, yeah. and then next thing you know, boom, you like. <laughs> but I feel like he would leave the like, ground with both feet. When he's he's sneaky. He yeah. like he's sneaky long. Yeah. That's one of the guys. Yeah. Like, Man, he's yeah. sneaky long. He'd be like, I need so, my, I need, I need yeah. my, I need my fronts for this part five. That's right. That's right. That's right. I love it. Hey, young Mula, baby. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for stepping in here, going beyond the fairway. We'll allow him. But hold on, hold on, hold on, Doug. We got to okay. shout out to the barber for teaching you how to, for giving you fades and teaching you how to fade. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Give me fade, teach me, Mr. D. That was my, that was, that was my barber. I love it. He'd he be probably be proud of the drip you got on with yeah, the J's on. Oh yeah, my my, my my shoe game is is outstanding right now. Absolutely. All right. Well, you got so. a tea time to get to, and I got uh, to. we got some money on you this week, so don't let me down. I, I do. I'm on it. Absolutely. Thanks, right. guys. Hey, bro. I got too much money on people this week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to be broke and I still can't this. get my $5 back. That was Jerome Bettis. You know what, Doug? I got to say, given the fact that we're in this, in a, we're starting NFL season, NBC mm-hmm. is starting uh, this coverage NFL season this coming week. Um, I got to say, it felt good to see Jerome really have an understanding of who he wants to be. You know, going back to school, mm-hmm. Going back to, uh, you know, being an exciting example for his kids, giving 100%. I think that's noble. I think I think a lot of athletes can kind of, hopefully they can, you know, listen to this and see, you know, maybe spark the interest of doing the same thing. We have J.R. Smith, who's doing the same thing. 
Yeah, going back to AT. That's right. Getting and his degree. Jerome was going to school. Setting examples. I think I think it's about setting example and also keeping your word. You know, in Jerome's case, told his mom, hey, I'm going to go get this bread in the NFL, but I'm going to come back and do this thing when I'm done and it's over. And he's actually keeping his word. He's honoring his mother and he said, hey, my mama do this. And uh, I, th- I think it goes to show you too, Will, you're never too old to make your mama proud. Never too old Absolutely. to make your mama proud. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, one of the more impactful things, though, is... You know, through this entire Beyond the Fairway um, experience, Will, I find it very interesting how we come into the game. When I say we, I'm talking about black folk. Uh, it, it's no one door. I think that's a thing that I think of. There's like one door to get into the game of golf. But mm-hmm. there are so many different ways and so many facets that people kind of slip through the cracks or come through the back door or do kind, all kinds of stuff to come into the game of golf. And for, you know, Jerome Mills is barber. Right, it was the barber. Uh, and the guy, the guy, guy give him clips. The guy was give him clipping him up. But I, I, it comes back to the, f- the fact that you know you never know how you're going to get how you're going to become part of the game. You know, and I think yep. that's why it's so important of spreading the word. Have at least leave have at least some people have somewhat of an introductory level to the game right. because mm-hmm. even though you know even a barber was trying to get him clipped up in time so he can go out and catch his tea time. But you got to think about it. What if the barber never continued to play golf, but he could still have somewhat of an introductory level. Went out there a couple of times, say, "Hey, young man, you know you got the weight of a running back, but you also you also got the weight of hitting drive three hundred twenty yards." So let's go, you know, let's try this golf thing for a minute. It's important to get people just to start on the game to see if they like it. There's six. Mm-hmm. There's over. No, you know. There's over sixty. There's over sixteen million people out there who said they were interested in taking up the game of golf. Sixteen million people. Yeah. If we can get fifty yeah. percent of those sixty million people to say we 50. did it one time and they That's a lot. What'd you say? Fifty. Fifty percent? percent. That's what I'm saying. Fifty percent. Can we just start with oh, like yeah. hundred thousand let's just start like a hundred thousand because then the course is gonna be a hundred thousand, right? Like, yeah, let's just right. don't fifty percent. Just, just hey, just say like, just try it. Then you can give your opinion <laughs> to a young man, a young woman, go out there and try it, and then you go from there. But because you tried it, you have grew you have uh I about to do that Fantasia. We remember Fantasia with Oprah. She said, you growed the game. <laughs> Fantasia said, I growed from that. But sorry. Sorry, Fantasia. <laughs> Boy, she almost got caught it up. Go- it goes to show you, Will, that the entrance to this game can come from anyone. And if you do play the Absolutely. game and you love the game, you're also a vehicle to help grow it. Even if you don't mean to, if you don't intend to. But it also goes to show you what happens when you do take up a, a sport or this sport and you got somebody that's busting your ass every time you play and taking your cash. You know, Cordell Stewart being that ass-kicking mentor for Jerome helped get his game right. And I, I respect that too. So who do you... Out of all the people that we, we interviewed, Doug, and we there's some more to come that we have yet to put on air, who have you admired the most? From a golf perspective, golf perspective of of, of these celebrities, of the celebrities, like who who have you who have you Marla? who who have you noticed like they really take the game serious, and if they practice hard enough, they can really be be special. Take their. I say Marty Fish. I say Marty Fish. Marty Fish been through Marty some Fish. things. I like I like people that have gone through some stuff. You know what I mean? And I think you know our time we really kind of resonated with 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 Marty and um, yeah, I think. I, all of everybody, first of all, like I've, I've identified with everybody, but Marty stands out, you know, per your question. What about you? It, I, I have to say, 
I, I have to say, only, and this is bias. I know we just mentioned him early in the episode. I have to say, probably Vince Carter. Talk about somebody who really. Vince Carter last I, I, that's what I'm saying because we went and played the Chris Tucker event. I think I said last episode, but when yeah. I tell you, he really wanted to win. <laughs> he, he wanted to win, and you know, we won like third place, and we got this trophy. I mean, I'm happy we got a trophy, but that's not the trophy I want to take home. You know, I don't want to take a, yeah. a Captain Choice celebrity tournament trophy home so i try to leave it underneath the, the table in the lobby he's no, like this like get your trophy <laughs> he's like get your trophy i don't want the trophy vince but okay let me go get the trophy but yeah so but he really but i say all that to say this he really cares and he was very focused when we were doing this four-man best ball in this charity celebrity event you know what's funny man you talk about charities and celebrities because I want to, I want to have a quick conversation. I'm gonna ask you a series of questions, Will. We're gonna call this "Name That Place," right? I'm gonna give you an HBCU, and I want you to tell me where it's at. All right, we're gonna start simple. Oh no, we're not doing this. No, just do it. I want you to experience this. Um, I think it's interesting because I failed miserably at this yesterday, and right, I think right. if we're gonna be know where supportive. They are. That's, that's fine. I'm going to start you off easy. You ready? <laughs> I'm going to give you the school. You give me the state and the city. I, I, it's fine. All right, here we go. We're going to start easy. Howard University. D.C. Okay, boom. DMV area. Um, Morehouse. Where is Morehouse, Will? Atlanta. Okay, boom. Getting a little difficult. More difficult now. Grambling. Where is uh, Grambling? Grambling is in Louisiana. All right, I'll give you that. It's in Grambling, Louisiana, so it's kind of a giveaway. All right, now we're going to well, turn was, up the heat. Obvious. We're going to turn up the heat a little bit. Where's Morgan State University, Will? I had Ohio. to step you into it. No. Ohio. That's a, that's a good guess, but no. It's in Baltimore, Maryland. All right? Uh, Pardon me. That's my next guess. I'll give, you, I'll give you two more just for fun. Where is... It's spelled A-L corn, but I'm not going to say it like that. It's all corn. I don't know where the W comes from, but all corn state university. Where is it at? Give me the state. I'll South be more Carolina. impressed with just, nope. Give me one more guess. I'll give you one more. Indiana. Nope. Yeah. Talk about Mississippi. Crooked letter, crooked letter. Ah, crooked letter. Hump, ah, ah. All right, anyway, sorry, David Banner. <laughs> All right, and you know what? The last one I think is difficult. I almost played golf here. A lot of people don't know this, but Lincoln University, where's it at? Almost played. Almost place played. Where, in a place where Lincoln is buried in Illinois. No, Jefferson Lincoln City, is Missouri. buried in Illinois. Yeah. It's in Illinois. It's in Missouri. But I like you. Hey, but thanks for playing, my... Will. I know, I know, but thanks yeah. for playing. Look, no, hold on, hold on. You ain't gonna just hit me with a whole bunch of questions and take me out. No, no I just want to see what's happening. HBCU for you, name. Okay, it's cool, cool. You ain't gonna just have me looking all crazy. Where is Saint Aug University? Uh, it's in. Um... <laughs> it don't matter. Hold on, no, it don't matter. You lost. It's in. Oh, I ain't even it yet. I'm gonna lose. Cause I'm you, lose you, you the time expired. What time? Your time expired. I don't see no clock. It's man. right. It's my. It's right there, man. It's, it's in, where? It's in South Carolina, man. It's in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't in South Carolina. It ain't in Saint Augustine. But it's not. It ain't in Augustine. Try to step me up. All right. All right. Barbara Scotia. I, I never heard of it. That's in, that ain't even <laughs> the country. 
Barbara Scotia. What the hell? You think making up words? Fuck out of here, man. Hey, it's that time, man. Uh, that's funny. That, that's funny. That's funny. That that is funny. Hey, hey, Doug. That's funny. Man, look. Not to um, try things that my wife and I tried with you, Will. But we did that last night. We, she was just like, she only thought there were much. ten. She only thought there were ten HBCUs. And this is this is probably my fault as a as a black person in an HBCU grad not educating my wife enough. But she honestly thought so. I, I found it interesting that that there's a subset of people that don't know historically black college and universities. That's what an HBCU Absolutely. is. Let's start there. Absolutely. I graduated. If we if, we, if we're going if we're going to <laughs> preach and as and tell people to go go there to get an education to have you know people who large platforms to come be involved in HBCU. I think it's imperative that we should know how many and where they're located. <laughs> there are 107 because, HBCUs. Because I learned, I learned, I learned, I learned a new HBCU every time I watch Great Debaters. Like I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, Fisk. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's rap music now. I'd be like, oh snap, they just shouted out this school, that school. Yeah, it's like Bethune Cookman made it. But Bethune Cookman made it to a song. Oh, they came up. They come a long way. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Give a long like way, that. right? Like she, she went to Bethune. Like, what rapper is Hold talking on, that's about on track seven? That's on track. That's on track twelve. Oh, will what time? <laughs> All right, is? so it's that time. It's it's what that time. time. Shit! I hate that. That's 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 strictly that's your corny way of saying it. That's All right, so my why, why, why I gotta be corny? You gonna put corn emojis over my face now? Why I gotta be corny, Will? Damn, there must be a corny section in golf right now. I, I guess I'm in that section, right? Thank you, Will. Just, hey, just my, it's my version of a hot take. I don't know. So anyway, so uh, my my I'm uh, me saying corny. My shade of the week goes to Andy Pazder. He's a PGA chief of tournament and competition. So. During the Tour Championship, the final round, Joaquin Neiman was, uh, damn, everything's falling off. Joaquin Neiman recorded what well, he is known for being one of the slowest players on the PGA Tour. Well, on Sunday, he flipped the narrative. He went out and completed a round within one hour and 53 minutes to kind of be a little, you know, sarcastic, a little smart ass. He was uh, one of the first groups to go out on that Sunday after or Sunday morning. He was a dew sweeper. I would love to be a dew sweeper on the PJ Tour, by the way. Mm, if I write perfect. my name, yeah, Green's perfect. Write my name in the fairway, all that. Well, either way, he was uh, one of the first to go out in um, on the on the sun, final round of Sunday, and he comes back to the clubhouse after you know one hour fifty three minute round, thinking he's gonna get some laughs, some love, you know, being a smart ass. Well, Andy Pazder who I just mentioned is chief tournament director of competition. He beelines it to Joaquin and his caddy and basically says, man, what you guys did was really, really foul. Upset the tour. I'm paraphrasing. You upset the tour. You, you made a mockery of the tour by playing around so quickly like that. And he says, that's a $10,000 fine. They said you couldn't hear a, you could hear a pin drop because Joaquin was upset. Oh. And then out of nowhere, Andy Pazer said, joking, I got you. 
So uh, it's not really Shang of the Week, but I it was not really Shang of the Week, but I thought it was kind of you can't play with a man money like that. So Shang of the Week goes to Andy Pastor. All right, that was I appreciate that, Will. Mine's a little different. Um, although she did hit a shank during the Solheim Cup, I am going to give Shank of the Week to Lexi Thompson. Because Lexi, when she got on campus at the Solheim Cup at Inverness in Toledo, Ohio, Will, she actually tagged, she posted a post, but she tagged Inverness, Scotland. She tagged the whole wrong damn country. I don't know where your people thought you were or where you thought you were, Lexi, but you were in Ohio. Again, we already said it in this episode, it's the state that's shaped like a heart, least offensive state in the Union. But you know what? You decided to just... This COVID life, you couldn't take America no more, so you just ended up in Scotland. Well, anyway, I hate that we lost Lexi, but this week, Shang of the Week, that was the Lexi. Sorry, girl. Holla. It's just a bad week for Lexi. It's just a bad week. It she is. shanked the ball. She tagged the wrong place. She wasn't mentally prepared to be at the Solheim Cup. I'm kidding. But it was a great match, Will, that Lexi did play this week against uh, Anna Norquist. That was a great match. They tied just like they did a few years ago. But... Um, Man, so much stuff, Will. I'm, I'm sorry I got you with the HBCU stuff, man, but that's what we got to do. We got to educate. We got to inspire. We got to get people to understand, like, hey, where stuff is. There's so many state schools. I can't just be like, where is Coppin State? Oh, you probably don't know that either. Now that I think about it. South Carolina. No, it's in Baltimore, Maryland. I just tricked oh. you. They got two. Baltimore has two HBCUs, Coppin State and Morgan State, both in the MEAC Conference. Well, I knew that. That was my next one. That was my next that's one. That's fair. That's fair, Will. Always a pleasure with you, man, here on this Tuesday, special Tuesday recording, Beyond the Fairway Podcast. Hey, listen, subscribe, share. You know what to do. Hey, Will and I, you know you want to see us, you know you want to hear us. Go ahead and do all of that. Tap in right here, Beyond the Fairway Podcast, Golf Channel, NBC Sports. All of You said a lot of just now. That was a lot. (laughs) The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers.